Hi everyone. Welcome back to Queen with a Different Podcast with Fivokwe and me, your ever amazing host. And if you're a returning listener, thank you so much and I am grateful. Thank you for staying tuned and staying connected and if you are new here welcome 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 i am so glad to have you on this podcast yeah on this podcast i talk about everything relating to ladies godly living and lifestyle and for the month of may i have started the series on ladies with blemish wherein we've been taking case studies from the bible case studies of ladies from the bible and sincerely it has been an amazing one i have gotten amazing feedback and trust me this will not be different so we've talked about the woman's story the woman who is also eve and we've talked about dinner stories if you have not listened to it please go back sit down and listen to it there are great lessons for you to learn and also don't fail to share this with your friends this podcast might be helping someone so for today we will be considering another a beautiful story that is so filled with lessons that you might not even think of just follow me as the last one is a very is very important for you to you know take note of yes and our case study for this week is upper yeah upper sounds familiar to some persons and it sounds unfamiliar to some persons but trust me just sit down in fact pick your book pick your pen pick your bibles because we'll be checking all of these things from the bible and trust me you are going to enjoy every bit of it upper's upper story can be found in the book of roots and upper basically means neck she was a Moabite, the daughter of Eglon, the king of Moab, who was killed by the left-handed Ehud. And also, Opa was the daughter-in-law of Naomi and Elimelech. If you want to find out more about this story, please go go to the book of Ruth and read through what happened, why did Elimelech come to Moab, because it was an Israelite. What did he have to, like, what brought him to you know, to Moab, and then why was the mingle mingle between his sons and uh, him, the daughter of the Moabites? You just go through, and I mean, it's going to be an amazing study. Just sit with your Bibles and study all of these things. So, Opa was the mother of the great giant that we all know today in person of Goliath. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the mother of Goliath. She gave birth to four sons, but I just I just picked out Goliath because he was like um the it was a figure in the Bible. So it happened that after about ten years that Elimelech had dwelt in the Moab land, Malon and Kelion, the son of Naomi, who happened to be the husband of Ruth and Opa respectively died. I mean they lost their husband. And Naomi was left with just her daughter-in-laws when she heard that the Lord had visited her people by giving them bread. She decided to return to her country and blessed, she blessed her daughter-in-laws and they, you know, 
she proceeded they proceeded on to joining now this is where the story gets more interesting so please don't back off from here because we'll be checking out the the mistakes and the lessons of upper you know basically the way um two daughters there were two daughter-in-law in this story but we will just be you know looking at the life of upper though we'll do some comparison with um, the life of Ruth. Okay, so how we are going to go about these mistakes and lessons is such that we are going to consider first our persuasions. You know, Naomi persuaded these people about three to four times, but for Oprah, it was three times it was the third time she made that decision and I want us to like take it little by little now me first persuaded Ruth and Opa telling them that they should go return each to their mother's house that was in verse 8 now I also want us to take note of their response you know in verse 10 they said to her surely we will return with thee unto thy people this was the first response now let's see is this response really coming from a place of sincerity or not? Let's consider the second persuasion. Verse 11, she said, Naomi said, turn again, my daughters. Why will you go with me? Yeah, it was more of a rhetorical question. The questions here in verse 11 was more of a rhetorical question. And, you know, I just want, there were more questions she asked, but I just wanted us to take note of that. that why will you go with me? That was the question. There was no answer at this point. And she moved on to the third persuasion, where she, that, that was verse, that, verse 12. She, then she moved on to the third persuasion, verse 12. Follow me. She said, turn again, my daughter, go thy way. Then their response was this. They lifted up their voices and wept again. And Opa kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth cleaved to her. You know, one thing I want us to take note of in this particular verse was that, you know, after the second question, okay, you know, the response to the third persuasion led to the answer of the second persuasion. As there was not a response from the daughters, thus revealing the state of the heart of the daughters from the beginning of the journey. You know, at first I was telling us that let's just keep seeing if the um, we will go with you was coming from a heart of genuineness and sincerity. So, back to the second persuasion. Why will you go with me? This is the question. And let's consider Ruth's answer. Ruth said in verse 16 and 17, she said, see this amazing answer. She said, entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go. And where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God my God. Where thou diest, I will die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more, if aught but death part thee and me. You know, this was our own answer to the second 
persuasion why will you go with me so thank you for listening to these stories i want us to now sit calmly and then listen to you know these beautiful lessons i want us to take from this story you know Alpha compared to Ruth never found an answer to that question. For me, I think that was a first mistake. We must be able to answer that question as queens. Why will you go with me? And now in this contest, I will be relating it with Jesus Christ. Why will you go with Christ? Or better still, some of us might not have a reason why we will go with Christ. The question now is, why do I not want to follow Christ? Why, why will you not go with Christ? Is it because of the tantalizing things of this world? Is it because of the worldly music and movies? Have you thought that you will lose your family? You will lose your friends? Is it because of the worldly play or party factions? Is it because of the exotic celebration and the pageantries you see here and there in the world? Just to mention a few. Are those things what will not make you to follow Christ? You know, I feel like this is a question that every one of us must answer. Why will you follow Christ? And if you cannot answer that, why not try the second one? Why will I not follow him in the first place? So dear queens, don't be afraid to try new things because I've seen that that is one of the major problems that we have in the, in the present 21st century. Don't be afraid to follow Christ. Following Christ sounds like a boring thing, right? But you know that the story you experience cannot be compared to what you are told. Many of us have never given Christ a chance. We we just tend to judge from the lives of people. You say she be shit she's a Christian and she's not living a good life. Who told you that your story is like her story? And who told you that she is even a Christian? You only know yourself and you can only know yourself. So give Christ a trial. Like give him a space. Very important. Stop judging by superficial things. The life of a sinner is a life of sufferings. And it is not my wish that any one of us suffer. So, so dear Queen, the second mistake I want us to take note of is that um, she was controlled by her emotions. I know that we are... We have weaker emotional strength as ladies compared to men, but you must come to a point where your emotions do not take part in your decision. Or better still, your emotions do not take the basis of your decision. Seek to be emotionally matured, stable, and correct. Those things are very important. Our emotions have powers and those can cause us to make the wrong decisions. Opa must have cried out her eyes, but she was still not able to make the right decisions. What kind of decision do you take when you're emotionally down? Dear Queen, you have to be very careful. Lastly, 
one thing I want us to take note from the three case studies of ladies with blemish so far is that they all went into extinction. This was the last time we heard about Opa in the Bible. Always remember Jeremiah 29 verse 11. It says that, For I know the plans that I think towards you, saith the Lord, they are of good and not of evil, to give you an expected unexpected end. There is definitely an expected end for everyone that do not give up on following Christ. Trust me, there is an end for you if you choose to stay with Christ. This will be all for today's episode on ladies with blemish. Thank you for listening. If this has blessed you, please share and let it bless others too and don't forget that your reviews are very very important to me i love you see you next time bye